Australia. We're live. Once again, welcome back to the Well Done Podcast. How you guys been? You been good? I hope so. I hope so. Man, we got a lot to catch up on. I missed the... Wednesday? Wednesday. I said I'll upload every Wednesday and I missed that upload. I know. I know. It's not the ideal situation, but um, as I said before, man, you just got to... What? That's the catchphrase. What? Well done. I've been talking to friends that uh, have listened to the podcast and now every time I say what, they just laugh and I'm actually meaning it. I'm like, what? Like, what do you mean? <laughs> but that's all right. We'll, we'll, we'll continue and get through it. I was given some pointers that I need some more catchphrases. I'm not a, like, I don't go into these things like expecting a certain thing or say that I'm going to say a certain thing. It's, um, it's flow of thought and, uh, people get surprised by that. I don't understand why. They're like, how do you get these topics and put these topics together and do all of these things that you do. Bruh, I don't know. I don't know. I just come on and discuss things that I like and that are important. And I hope there's some lessons in there and I hope there's comedy in there. But apart from that, bro, we freeballing out here. If you're part of the Well Done podcast and you've just subscribed, you have leveled up. That's right. You heard that? You leveled up. Nope. Oh, there you go. You got another level up. And no. And no. Well, there's a bit to get through. Uh, a a fair bit. I got there's some interesting uh, topics going on. We are going to have our first guest. That's right, our first guest. Who's it going to be? Is it going to be an MMA star? Is it going to be a brothel manager? Toasty. Is it going to be a psychiatrist to help me with my thoughts? Perfect. No, it is going to be a lawyer. <laughs> Out of nowhere, sideswiped him. Oh, shit. That's right, boy. It's going to be uh, a person that works with refugees in Australia. Um, I really like this guy. And I think episode 10 is a perfect time to start having interviews and everything. I wanted to do that later. I was like, I'm just going to be myself so you guys can understand who I am and grow upon that and then just have people in. But, you know, as you've known and listened to the show, we don't run a smooth sailing ship. We just are swimming in the ocean, bro. Swimming in the ocean. We've got a little boat right now. It is bumpy and uh, we just swimming in the ocean. Well done. I got aligners. Uh this week started it on monday you that's possibly why my vocals are a little it, there's you might hear a little sound 
Um, that's because we, yeah, I started that on Monday. I went to the dentist, right? And well done. That was a big gulp. I went to the dentist. And this guy, man, he did, he, if anyone knows me, I hate the dentist. I could not care less about the dentist. And, but I care about personal hygiene. That's just something that I think every human, no matter what scale you're on, should have some personal hygiene. If you're, if you don't like showers, clip your toenails. Clip your toenails. Uh, if you don't like clipping your toenails. Wear deodorant. Wear deodorant. You know, on this show, we like people that wear deodorant. So, well done for those that wear deodorant. So, I went to this dentist and he sat me down. He did a 3D scan. They have this machine that they put in your mouth, dude. And the whole time, because they don't have anything that they put over... That, you know, when they, if you're getting breathalyzed, if you're getting something in your ear, they usually take a cap off and they put another cap on. This machine is just this fat big thing. And then they just shove it in your mouth and then they're going around left side, right side. And, and they're like, oh, we're not done yet. We need to do a bit more, blah, blah, blah. And this machine 3d prints your teeth like what do you mean and then this guy's like oh just download this app and then you can see your teeth all good all cool i downloaded the app i saw my teeth i know what my teeth look like i see it every day what's new bro what's new so um now, he goes, all right, so to get you Invisalign, it is going to cost you, guess how much this guy said it was going to cost me, bro? Guess how much this motherfucker said it was going to cost me? Nearly $8,000. Seven thousand eight hundred and sixty-four, to be exact. Where are you getting these figures from? What are you talking about, mate? Seven thousand six hundred and sixty. Sorry, seven thousand eight hundred and sixty-two. That is ridiculous. That is ridiculous. And I'm sitting there like, yeah, bro. I'll be, I'll get that, no doubt. In my head, I'm like, pff, pff, pff. That, that's the sound my head makes, like my brain, when like it starts to just be like, it, it, it just hears bullshit and my brain goes, And I still stare at you. I'm like, I'm still looking at you. I'm still computing things that you are saying. But my brain is going. Bullshit. And I'm like, whoa, chill out up there. Relax. This is a kind hearted man. He eats his Brussels sprouts. He shops at Whole Foods. And, um. You know, he's a nice, kind, friendly, meat-eating giant. Well done. So I got my aligners. I didn't go through him, though. 
I had this company reach out, Smile Direct. Shout outs to Smile Direct. If you want to smile, use Smile Direct. I've got a vlog. If you know where the YouTube page is, um, you can go watch that on this week. As I said, guys, you have to click the subscribe on the podcast. And we've also got a YouTube channel for the podcast where you can see the video, the longer version video snippets. Um, otherwise, you can go on my Instagram. But the I think it's Well Done Podcast. That's it. That's, that's the YouTube channel. You can go check it there. There's no views because it was just created. So be the first. Get over there think it's got a couple of you guys already there so i appreciate that um the stripper hooker story will be uploaded this week as well there's a lot of content going up this week um but we're getting there we're getting the machine oiled you get me and um it's yeah so small direct i went there they did the same thing i'm pretending to be awed because these dentists, when they're doing it, they're like, this machine does this. And I'm like, yeah, I got it last week. I got this done. It's not that special, bro. Yeah, so I was there getting it done. And uh, these guys, they just got to Sydney uh, on the week. I was one of their first people that was reached out to and I actually went and got it done. They hit me up on Instagram. And I went in and I did the did the thing. And tell you the truth, I was surprised when she said the price. The last guy is 7,862. I was like, that is a shitload of money, bro. I don't like, yeah, I'm self-conscious about my bottom teeth, but I'm not that fucking, I don't give that much fucks about it. Like, come on, bro. Uh, so then these guys, they said it'll cost 2400 and something dollars if I was to pay up front or go on a payment plan of $99 and it'll be 2700 So that's like three times less. Three times less. And then do you know the, the thing that did my head in is that I called my other dentist and I said, because we had an appointment booked to just do cleaning, like not to actually get the Invisalign thing, um, because Smile Direct is better and they do better aligners than Invisalign, just so you guys know. Um, yeah, I, I was going to call them up and, well, I did call them up and I was like, hey, mate, um, these guys are doing it three times cheaper. Three times cheaper. So what, how, how like, you know? Where's my lunch? Where's my dinner? Why are you just fucking me like this? And he goes, oh, because um, <laughs> once you get your scan, you have to send it um, away and then they assess everything and then they'll create the molds and send it back to you or say that you got to do something else, right? Then he started talking all this dentist talk, bro. And I'm like, do I look like a dentist? Like, do, do I look like a dentist? Speak to me in normal. I just want to be spoken to in normal. Any profession. If you're in IT, if you're in, if you're a dentist, a doctor, a lawyer, don't expect people to know your chit-chat. We don't know your chit-chat. Just talk normally. Just talk normally. And, um, yeah, he started doing this chit-chat. And he said that they were going to reject 
my um, the the entire small director liner because I needed this whatever the hell insert dentist talk uh, on my bottom teeth before I got whatever whatever the fuck. And so I was worried for like three weeks. I was like, oh, they're going to reject me. This dentist is right. It's going to cost me eight grand to get this thing done. Um, Turns out I got it. I got the fucking aligners. I have them on right now, right now. You can go check out the vlog, Sakaro 999 you can see me crying about my ex. You can see my life. You can see a bunch of shit on that. Um, but, yeah, so called up my mom. I was like, hey, yo, ma. Perfect. Ma. I got my liners, ma. Because I, when, when I was younger... Um, we came to Australia and the only thing with doctors that I have, I have these massive, massive holes on my arm due to needles in Brazil. So I don't know. I've been always traumatized since I was a kid to get, you know, it, see a doctor of any kind, a dentist, a doctor, whatever. I don't do it. I got, I got into a fight. I broke, um, I just punched this dude and my knuckle went to the back, went, I don't know, maybe this camera, dude, I don't know, maybe you can't see it. So my knuckle is missing there and I didn't go to a doctor. I'm like, fuck you guys going to do, my hand works fine. Didn't go to a doctor, do I care? No. So I called up my mum. And um, the reason why I called her up is because uh, she wanted to get me braces when I was younger. Um, and it would have cost uh, $2,000, uh, if I can recall correctly, which was a fuckload of money for us back then anyway. So I didn't want to do it. I was like... We need that money. Um, I prefer not to spend it on my teeth uh, because I don't want, um, yeah, I don't want to get it for my teeth, if that makes sense. So I go, hey, Ma, I got these aligners done. And then she's like, where have you been? And then I'm like, what do you mean, where have I been? I've been at home, at work, out and about. Mum, you should subscribe to my vlogs and see. (laughs) I've been out and about. And she's like, I haven't spoken. I've called you so many times. And it's true, she has. She calls me all the fucking time. And you, I haven't spoken to you in the last month. <laughs> Dude, I'm so bad with people. I even block out my own family. <laughs> oh, but then I thought about it. I was like... How how often do people speak to their parents if they're not in the same city? Is it every day? Is it once a week? Is it three times a week? Is it every two weeks? Is it every month? And um, yeah, I just I, I was like, well, what, what what's the standard here? What are we what are we going from? Like. <laughs> Not that it's like a task because I love speaking to my mom. She's she's fucking awesome. Hilarious. I smash her in chess. Like, let's be honest. Come on, ma. Can't beat me in chess. We used to always play that when we were younger. Best game. 
Um, so yeah, I called her up. I was like, got these Invisaligns, and um, <laughs> any 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 son or daughter of immigrants, if you have an immigrant parent, you're and you tell them you spent some money on something, <laughs> they're always like. It's like it doesn't compute what you said. You can say, I, you know, I don't know, you, whatever. I bought a dying puppy dog and in their mind is like, Why, why'd you go and do that? Why'd you spend that money? Huh? Why'd you spend that money? I bring you over here for you to just splurge out. Uh, <laughs> and um, that's, that's sort of the reaction she gave me. She was like, why you need to get stuff for your teeth? Like, you could have saved that and, like, spent it somewhere else. Food. Go eat. She always wants to make me eat. She's like, eat. Do you want to eat? You want to eat? Do you want me to send you something? <laughs> I'm like, no, mom. By the time you sent, you can't even send me food. <laughs> what are you talking about? Hey, that would be a good app. If um, you're away from your family and you can sign up to your family and they can send you food that is like gets airtight or something and then gets sent to you because that's one thing I miss. My mom's cooking. Everyone thinks their mom's cooking is good, eh? Just like everyone thinks their wife is funny. Well done. What? <laughs> There's people that are listening that are like, wait, wait, what? It's true though. Your wives ain't funny. They're funny to you and it's adorable because you love them. But, you know, generally, some of them are funny. Majority of them are not funny. Oh. <laughs> uh, so UFC 239 happened and you see this shirt? You see this shirt. For those of you listening, I have a Jorge Masvidal shirt on the first one that he released. I wore this at to my mate's house that we went to this weekend to cop the fight. And um, yeah, we got we got we got videos of that too. It was an awesome day, awesome day. After a packed weekend, it was an awesome day, and everyone there was all oh Ben Askren, Ben Askren. He's all this, he's all that. He's undefeated. He has, you know, championships in two organizations. And he's all that. Bro, I was sitting there like, like, first I'm getting roasted. I'm getting roasted. Secondly, in my mind, I'm like, oh, good. We'll see. You know, when you're, you know, when you, you, in your head, you're like, I don't need to say anything because the outcome will speak for itself. And that was the perfect, perfect outcome for my situation. Shout out to Ben, though. He has held um, held his own. He, between having the fastest uh, being... KO'd the fastest in UFC history. He, I, I swear he's the fastest comeback interview in UFC history. He was straight on the Ariel Hawani show, straight onto the podcasts and, um, yeah, doing his bit. And I just felt that that was really mature, if that's... Not that fighters are immature, but it was just... It showed a lot of character. It showed that he's playing the game to the T and good on him. Um, 
But also I saw a lot of old interviews of him antagonizing Masvidal for a very, 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 very long time. So he did get what he's deserved. The stars weren't aligned in that fight. He has the weirdest stand-up stance as well. It's just like, like, I don't know, stiff, I guess. I guess that's the way you say it. That's the only word that comes to mind. But Masvidal just held his hand behind his back and just did work. Work. And he was so let's let's watch this. Let's watch this. Here we go. Oh. Oh. That is naughty. Let's see that again. He's just got his hand behind his back and runs. Boom. Oh. 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 That excites me, eh? It excites me. People are like, oh, my God, that's so brutal. For me, it's like, that's amazing technique. That is Sick. I get overexcited because I love this shit, eh? I love MMA. I just, I just, yeah, every, every aspect of it where people see that it's bloody, it's, uh, it's this and it's that. Just like I played chess when I was younger, I feel like this is chess. It's the same same thing. If you throw a jab, you have an opening and your opponent can capitalize. Now, have you thrown that jab to take him to, a, to the next move so he can't counter your opening? That's the way that I see fighting in a nutshell. And... It, I don't know. I just feel it's, yeah, awesome. And and the era that we're in right now is is just you got great fighters in there. And Santos is a beast. Did you catch that John Jones fight? If you didn't, what are you doing? What are you doing? So, so uh, Santos knee injury. He got a knee injury at what the the first round, I think it was, and he tore his knee, dude. Talk about a fighter that has got those guts. So MMA junkie reported. Tiago Santos fought UFC light heavyweight champ John Jones over four rounds, essentially, on one leg. How is that? Monday, an MRI scan revealed. Check this out. Check what this revealed. It reviewed ACL tear. MCL tear and PCL on his left knee in as well as a meniscus tear. And this guy actually won one of the cards on the refs, not in the refs, in the judges' cards. One of the judges gave it to him. And he should have. And he should have. Because he deserved it. He didn't get beaten. He landed more head strikes, I believe, especially power strikes. It really showed John Jones's chin. John Jones has a great chin. 
And that's something that we've missed. However, I will fault Joan Jones on this. Every time that we um, sort of the public feels that he's 100% clean, he doesn't perform as well. I don't know. I don't know. Every bad performance is when you've known he's 100% clean. What you think anyway? He should be 100% clean now. I'm not thinking about it. He definitely is. That was an awesome fight, top to bottom. Tiago Santos is a absolute soldier. And he was a paratrooper dude? A paratrooper dude? What? What? What do you mean? So he he was in the Brazilian army and he's he's essentially he says that Rambo is his favorite character of all time and he just wanted to be Rambo, which Rambo is really big in Brazil. I was in Brazil last December seeing my family and uh, training a bit of jiu-jitsu as well. By the way, submission radio, let's go. Let's go. You guys know who you are. Let's go. We're in Australia. We're in the same space. You guys are a radio show. I'm a podcast. You guys got a large organization behind you. Let's go. Let's do some Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Me versus you guys. Both of you. (laughs) But, yeah, so Tiago Santos... A lot of Brazilians love Rambo and he, he was that guy that took it to heart. He was just, he's just a fanatic Rambo supporter. And he, he joined the army as a paratrooper and he was the, those guys that like there's a war going on down here and you, they fly over, like they just fly and then drop these guys off. And that was Tiago Santos. So, yeah, no surprise that he's a machine, a machine. Another Brazilian that destroyed was Holly Holm. Dude, that another Brazilian that destroyed Holly Holm was Amanda Nunes. That makes more sense. I speak English. That makes more sense. So... First, it was the last. Um, it was the last fight that she had. So I'm just doing a retainer thing, not retainer liner. Well done. It feels so weird, but um, yeah, no. So the last fight she had was against uh, Chris Cyborg, who Amanda Nunes knocked her out in the first round, and uh, I won some money for that boy. And um, what's it called? MMA, uh, I think. Was it ESPN MMA posted um, her... I retweeted it. It's somewhere. Producer B is not with us yet. He's still away, my guy. He's just got a bit of catching up to do um, with a lot of things. So he'll be helping out soon enough. But yeah, it went through the list of people that she had beaten in the first round. And it was amazing, dude. Fuck, I'm not going to sit here and um, check it all out. But Ronda Rousey, Cyborg, Misha Tate. Um, Ronda Rousey, Cyborg, Misha Tate. Who else did she do in the first round? My mind is just, my memory is terrible. Eh? Shevchenko, she won, but she didn't beat her in the first round. Well, now Holly Home. So those four, how crazy is that? How crazy is that? 
Ronda Rousey, Misha Tate, Holly Holm, and Cyborg in the first round all KOs. Dude, she's going to be the greatest uh, female fighter of all time. She's not going to be. She is the greatest female uh, fighter of all time. There's not even, like, Shevchenko, uh, she got a split decision there, right? Um, the last I recall. So, Shevchenko is up there. I'd say Shevchenko and her should have another rematch. Um, she wants the Cyborg fight. Can understand that. She will beat Cyborg every time. It's actually interesting that Cyborg got given the she got given the rematch dana said look do you want to fight her again here you go you got the rematch and she she wanted more money fair enough everyone wants more money however this is the championship and it's also if you do win you get a lot more money um and the ufc was like no uh you this is the contract. You stick with the contract. Anyway, so she she decided no and then goes f- to fight someone else. I'm pretty sure she's got another opponent coming up for less money. Like, what? What do you mean? So I didn't understand that. That was a bit ridiculous. But... Nunes beats her every time, 100%. She's just a beast. And Rio Kid has, um, has UFC Sacramento is on tomorrow. So I'm recording this on, uh, we're recording on Saturday. Uh, Sydney time, Friday, overseas time. Uh, so I won't be covering any Uriah Faber or um, Elkins. Those are the two fights that I'm most excited about on that card. Uh, we'll cover that next episode. But something that also got released was that uh, the Rio Kid... My favorite fighter to be. I've been following this dude's career for a very long time now. And Crone Gracie is fighting. Who is he fighting? Cub Swanson. Cub Swanson. I'm just... Terrible at searching quick and my brain is just going really slow today. Cub Swanson versus Crone Gracie. Cub Swanson is a black belt. It'll be an interesting fight. However, I think Crone has him. So I'd I'd say if you're a betting person, Crone Gracie will be a great bet to put on. And I definitely recommend that uh, possibly by submission. if, And that'll be a good bet because Cub Swanson is a black belt and the, uh, yeah, it'll be high if you go for Crone Gracie. He's just a, he's just a machine, a machine. But all in all, I thought it was a great UFC card. I thought it was just, yeah, awesome. Really, really enjoyed it. But yeah, apart from that, how you guys been? You been good? Yep. If um, I haven't posted a lot of snippets lately and I got really frustrated um, just earlier today because uh, apparently we lost a lot of video snippets because I was banking them up. I was like, 
we don't have a production team and we don't want a production team. That's that's not a thing that I'm after whatsoever. Um, we, we like it to just keep it in-house like me and producer B. Uh, Mike will be here for the next uh, podcast. Just friends, you know, if you... Um, if you follow us, that's that's the way that I like to do things. And so we just don't have that machine that we can just record and it gets edited and it gets put up the next day. Um, so what I decided – and Instagram and Facebook is quite annoying in the way that you have to cons- continuously post – or else, you know, you, you your stuff doesn't get seen, which is completely annoying. So what I thought is, look, we'll do these episodes and we'll chop up the video snippets and we'll bank them back. Like if, if it's something that we're talking about that's very current, um, like UFC 239, might as well just put it up. We need to put it up. Um, so we do so. However, with a lot of stuff, other things like the brothel story of last episodes and other stories, I thought, look, we should just bank them up and release them when we got like a large, a good chunk. You know what I'm saying? And that backfired because we lost those clips and, oh, you don't understand how angry I was. I was so angry. So angry. Just angry at myself, really. And um, we still have a couple. Um, so we're still banking it up. So I don't know what to do now. I might... We're thinking of just getting a... I don't know. Do it. Dropbox or something and just upload it and then bank it back that way on the cloud rather than hard drives, um, which, yeah, and then, yeah, post it on. I don't use Facebook too much anymore. Um, I got, yeah, I, I got banned from that, which sucked, but... I don't really use it that much, which, however, in Australia, people use Facebook so much. It's actually ridiculous how much they use Facebook. Talking about Facebook, dude, how's that Tommy Robinson dude? Like, I don't follow him. I don't follow, like, the, the, the whole, the whole saga. And... It's, I don't agree with all the things that, like, he's talking about. However, something that I am extremely support, and if I had to have some political view, if you were to take something out of me, because I know that people just like to put you in boxes, if you had to take a political view from me that I really support, that's freedom of speech. I think... Everyone should have freedom of speech. That's why I don't mess with Facebook anymore because I got deleted. Well, I didn't get deleted. Like, they stopped me from posting for 47 years. 47 years. That is crazy. And I can't get hold of them. They're so incompetent. No one will just respond to you. And I tried for ages, but yeah, so this guy, I don't, uh, like, he got convicted to jail and what he did, dude, like, there's a lot of shit that he's done, right? But the one that convicted him, I was like, what is, what? That doesn't make sense. That doesn't make sense. So, apparently, Britain, I might butcher this, so definitely go and look it up yourself. However, it's close enough. Britain has this law where if 
the courts say that no media is to be present or something, then it's a breach of law or something that they get done for trying to report on a case, which Australia has as well, which I think is completely, it's, it's just not good. You should be able to report on any situation. The person's in court and, um, yeah, it's, an, it's a fact that it's happening. You should be able to report it. Uh, but anyway, they have that law. Fair enough, it's a law. Respect the law. This guy, they, they had a trial for some pedophiles and this guy went on Facebook Live, not even in the courtroom, but in the street outside the court talking about it and saying that these guys should be convicted and everything and um, reading from a BBC article. And the, the, the people that he was talking about actually got convicted and went to jail. So I don't get it. I'm like, the dude's on Facebook? Like, I don't know too much about the story, but I just feel like that is crazy, man. Crazy. That you can go on social media and talk about something and actually go to jail for it. For speech. For speech, dude. For speech. Whether anyone agrees with the speech or not, that's why I don't agree with people getting deplatformed. Like, let people speak. This is how you grow as a society. This is how you grow as a society. You let people speak no matter what side of the fence they're on and that person can speak because he's got a thought that he wants to get out and he could think that this thought is right he could believe it's right he could have faith that it's right three different things that seem the same and then you can have other people giving a different point of view and a different opinion to the topic and you discuss and you grow as a society by getting rid of people? I don't know. I don't think that's productive. I don't think that's a progression. That's like I don't feel like that's a micro, macro progression of society if you stop people from saying things that you don't disagree with. I don't know. I don't know. We got a little political there, didn't we? I just, I don't, I didn't even know how we got there. I, I just, I, I was reading this article on this guy um, yesterday, and then, um, yeah, I just found that crazy, man. Absolutely crazy. Maybe I'm I'm missing something. So, you know, if you're listening to this, um, hit me up on Twitter. D-I-O-G-O underscore 999 underscore. If you're watching this on YouTube, I think we're going to put the entire video episode up. Um, comment below. What do you reckon? I just don't know. I just don't get it. Speech is something that everyone should just have the freedom to be able to say, no matter how bad your thoughts are. To work through it is the, yeah, that's the only way, really. I don't know. Man, it's been an interesting episode. I will catch you guys on uh, 
on the next one. Uh, we are doing the interview on the 10th. And uh, after that, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be really really interesting. Now now that we're talking about all of this stuff, it all makes a lot more sense to have that person on. There's also a protest in Australia happening that day, where they're protesting to bring these particular refugees in. So we'll talk about that. Um, I might even do a video going out and chatting about that. I don't want to get too political, though. I just want to talk to people and have interesting conversations. We will be doing a comedy show um, probably in... uh, I'll I'll, I'll let you guys know about that. Uh, And apart from that, that is it. Thank you so much for listening to the Well Done Podcast, episode eight. Another one, I will try to have it on Wednesday. But as I said, you guys got to just subscribe and get the notification of when it's on because we are irregular posting time. So we don't have a production company. You guys are supporting us by just listening. Thank you so much. I hope we bring value and you are enjoying your time. Apart from that, ciao, motherfuckers. Perfect.